Is it time to update the software in your gut? Hello, hello, this is Lara Preka, and I am going to introduce you to the millions of friends you never knew you had. Did you know? And I have known this, but I haven't known as much about it as I know now. So I have known this, but you may have known a little bit about it too, but let's dig into it so you can really know, and then you can have some positive results. Did you know? that there is a symbiotic relationship going on in your gut. They call it the invisible organ and it is millions of bacteria. It is your microbiome, the millions of friends you never knew you had. Now, we need to update the software in our gut because guess what? Along with those millions of friends, there are some naughty, naughty ones. They're not all good, <laughs> and it depends on what you've been feeding them. You see, if you eat fruits, vegetables, beans, greens, you will increase the good guys. But if you eat lots of meat and junk food and fast food and seafood and dairy and eggs, uh, you're creating some intestinal inflammation because your gut is growing more of the bad guys. It's all about what you feed and foster, right? That gut flora you have is specialized to do different things. Feed it the bad guys and you're going to create um, gut flora that specializes in making toxins. We don't want that, right? That creates disease. But if you decrease let's say the fiber eating ones, let's say you never eat any fruit or vegetables anymore. You're not getting any fiber in your diet. Well, what's going to happen to those little bacteria? They're going to starve away. But if you increase your fiber, not by putting a teaspoon of some fiber stuff in a glass of water, real fiber, like really coming straight from the fruit and straight from the vegetables, straight from the beans, there is no fiber in meat or milk or eggs or butter Okay, really, there is none. And I, would I lie to you? No, I wouldn't. You can look this up. But there's lots of fiber in those fruits and veggies and beans and greens. And so you want to increase those because when you do, you're increasing the fiber eating bacteria and they grow and they help you. They are your invisible organ that is helping you and kind of living in a symbiotic relationship with you. You know what happens after 30 days of eating super healthy like this? those bad bacteria die back so much that when they're not fed, they just die off. And then you have a much better microbiome. I remember going to the cabinet many a night when I was hooked on sugar. Because you see, sugar grows a certain kind of bacteria too. Can you guess whether they're good or the bad guys? <laughs> if you eat a little bit of sugar, you're not gonna grow a whole ton of them. But if you, or should I say thousands, but if you, are eating lots of sugar. Let's say it was your birthday and then it was Mother's Day and then it was, you know, and you ate a lot of sweets, they're all multiplying in your stomach. And then when they're not being fed, they cry out and you wonder, why am I going to the pantry looking for something sweet? Have you ever heard of the expression, a sweet tooth? It's not your tooth, it's your microbiome. <laughs> it is saying, feed me, feed me. And as soon as you do, ah, you rest because yes, now I feel satiated. 
But guess what happens when you're eating real healthy? Because me, the same gal who would go to the cabinet just searching for some candy or a piece of chocolate that I might have hidden somewhere in there just to satisfy that sweet tooth. Me, that same person who stopped eating those things, not saying I never did because I had two pieces of chocolate today, but remember, if you just have a little bit, you're not going to grow a whole lot of them. So anyway, the same person who in the past was so hooked on sugar, now if I eat too much, guess what happens? I get a tummy ache. The good bacteria in there like cry out like, no, that's not what we want. Ooh, ugh, ah. And I end up suffering. <laughs> I had some pizza the other night and it had a little bit of cheese on it. It was from a really healthy place that gets their dough from Italy their flour, you know, no, no Monsanto's, no GMO, none of that. Like it's really healthy stuff, but they put a little bit of cheese on it. I thought, well, I'll just have, you know, a little bit. Well, my stomach wasn't happy about that cheese. And it let me know in the middle of the night. It was like, hey, what the heck is this in here? How are we supposed to digest this? Right? Inside my gut, that microbiome, it was not prepared to handle a bunch of cheese or a bunch of sugar. Like I said, these things I know in particular what my body wants and what it doesn't want. And so your goal is to get as in touch with your microbiome as I am with mine now. And that is by eating healthy, eating as healthy as you can. Now, let's say you're used to eating very unhealthy. Let's say Aunt Sally is used to eating very unhealthy. She is obese. She just loves her French fries that are greasy and hamburgers, and that's what she's used to eating. What's going to happen to Aunt Sally if you tell her, come on here, eat some beans, eat some greens, have some fruit and vegetables, don't eat any of that other stuff? Well, if she tries that, just solely the healthy stuff, it could happen to her, most likely, but you know, I mean, we're not going to say 100%, but it most likely she's going to feel a little upset. Her stomach's going to protest. <laughs> It's not her stomach, it is the microbiome because she has a whole bunch of the bad guys down there and they don't want fruits and vegetables. That's not what they thrive on. They want the sugar, they want the fats, they want the eggs, the dairy, the seafood, the, um, the fake food, I call it, fast food, the junk food and the meat. And so those guys are all gonna be ticked off that they're not getting fed and create maybe some gas, maybe um, other different things that kind of make you say, oh man, it's not worth it. But here's the thing, just like any bad addiction that you have or that anyone has that they have to get over it, they gotta go through that tough part before they get to the good part, it can happen. I had a friend who said, oh, I can't eat beans. Matter of fact, even today at lunch, one of my friends said, you know, I can't just eat too many beans because I get gas. Well, here's the thing, of course you do. You don't have the right? You don't have the bacteria in there. Your microbiome is not set up to uh, eat, to um, process a lot of that because you haven't been eating that. So you haven't been feeding them. So you don't have enough of those bacteria. They've starved off, right? You've got to start growing them. Little by little, introduce the beans to your diet. Little by little, start uh, making those changes. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you how this ties into brain health. A lot of people are really interested nowadays on how they can keep mental clarity. Alzheimer's is on the rise and we don't want to, uh, you know, get brain dead before, uh, our eight, uh, before we have to. So guess what? Old age does not mean unavoidable cognitive decline. It doesn't. They've done studies. 
Lots of studies, true studies, real studies, long-term studies. When it comes to Alzheimer's, it is not about genetics or luck. Only 3% of the people who come down with Alzheimer's have it like, well, it's just in your genes. There's nothing you could do about it. That leaves 97% of the people out there who are getting Alzheimer's not having to get it being able, if they were to choose the right activities and foods and things to do, would be able to avoid that cognitive decline. Now, you wanna live two and a half years uh, clearer with mental clarity than you would have if you didn't make any other change? Here's one thing you can do. One thing that'll give you an extra two and a half years of clarity. Eat blueberries every day. Don't take my word for it, they've done studies on it. And that's how they know. And guess what, this one will blow your mind. Imagine if twice a day, you ate a big bunch of green leafy vegetables. Let's say every day you had a salad for lunch and every night you had a big side of, you know, greens like maybe some collard greens or kale or spinach. If you did that for two meals a day, you would be giving yourself 11 years extra of mental clarity and delaying your cognitive aging. Can you imagine delaying, delaying, that means putting off the aging of your brain by 11 years just because you ate that many greens? Now, where I live, not many people do because it's just it's such a sad standard American diet here. However, uh, there are people in many countries um, or many little cities in different countries like let's say where the centenarians live, where people who live to be 100 years old uh, they eat a lot of greens. They do. They, they have their little gardens and they just eat more greens than we do. So it is not impossible. It may be difficult where you live, but hmm, that uh, bears repeating. Two and a half extra years if you eat blueberries every day and 11 extra years of delaying cognitive aging of your brain by eating greens twice a day. Here's the thing. Healthy routines. If we get in healthy routines, we can stave off Alzheimer's, we can stave off heart disease, we can stave off anxiety and depression and obesity. And uh, man, there's so many things that are now killing people that don't have to if we were to go back to a natural diet and get away from so many fake foods and so many things that we think are, you know, Hey, everybody else is doing it, right? Everybody else is eating candy every day. Why shouldn't my child? Well, everybody else didn't do that back in the day. This is only a recent thing. And I've told my children this to get them to not be following those advertisers when they were young. They're doing it to sell their product. Now, they don't want to harm you, but their number one thing is making money. So if putting sugar in the products is going to get you to buy them or to get your children to beg for them, that's what they're going to do. And so your job, is to protect your loved ones and protect yourself from Alzheimer's, from all these other diseases that people get and get the right kind of microbiome. Now, if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. When I went from being vegetarian to recently becoming vegan, and not to say I don't have my moments where I'm not vegan, like yesterday when I <laughs> took a, two big giant bites of a cheese pizza, although there wasn't too much cheese on there, you know, um, the big difference between vegetarian and vegan was, wow, the mental clarity and the, the pep in my step. My body didn't feel so tired after a meal. 
it felt happy and energized. And as a matter of fact, the only time my gut was protesting was when I would sneak and cheat (laughs) something that wasn't good for me, which shows that eating real healthy changes your microbiome and then they protest when the bad stuff comes in. If you were going to a really bad neighborhood with a whole bunch of gangs and there were two good guys walking down the street, who do you think's gonna win? The gangs, right? Because there's a bunch, if there's a bunch of bad guys, they're gonna get the good guys if there's just a few of them. But imagine uh, a town where there's all these good guys and then two bad guys, or um, two bad guys come in there to try to cause havoc. Hmm, who's gonna win, right? The two little bad guys or the whole town full of good guys? So you wanna create in your gut all those good guys. And that means on a regular basis, eating the fiber, eating things that are good food for the good guys. And then if you do slip up and eat something bad, your body can get rid of it and process it in a a less, um, less accumulating way and more in a just like, let's pass this through us way because it's got the wherewithal to do it. You gotta create healthy routines though because it's really hard when you're used to stopping off at fast food. Do you know what's really, really interesting? I thought being a vegetarian, well, you know, I lost six pounds when I first became a vegetarian, but then everything stabilized and then there was no change in my weight and kind of like, yeah, you know, I felt healthier. I didn't get sick anymore. That's a big plus. (laughs) So I guess I gotta say, well, hey, I started taking vitamin C and being a vegetarian, except for once a week, I was a pescatarian, which means eating a little seafood. And I noticed I was a lot healthier in that, that I didn't get sick. But when I went from vegetarian to vegan, all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, this is the big difference that creates that good gut bacteria and that good, just natural dropping of pounds without counting calories. I can eat pasta, I can eat rice, I can eat as much as I want and not um, make sure that I'm eating a small amount. And here's the best part, none of those cravings The cravings come from that gut uh, bacteria saying, I want you to feed me. I remember driving past fast food and thinking, oh, I'm so tempted and going in and buying stuff. No more. I remember just being so hungry on my way home and saying, you know, where can I stop off? Or, you know, I think I can just go get a quick Starbucks. You know, that's those extra couple hundred calories and it's not going to be that big of a deal, right? And getting so excited to get it. Guess what now? Now... I don't get, quote unquote, starving like that anymore. I can maintain, I can say, you know, I can get home, it's another 20 minutes, no big deal. I'm happier to eat what's there. And I don't have anything in me pulling me, making me break my will, right? I say, I have a will to do this, to be on a diet or to lose weight or to eat healthy. And it was so hard. But once you get past that, And actually the thing for me was going on a vegan cruise because that's all we were fed all day long (laughs) for seven days and seven nights was vegan food. So I gave my body that chance to have that healthy changeover, you know? And because I was already vegetarian, I didn't have any big difficulty at all doing it. It was actually no big deal at all. Anyway, I hope that you stop and think about what you can do to update that software in your gut because you can and you will have a strong, healthy life if you only take things one step at a time. Put one foot in front of the other.
and soon you'll be walking across the floor, <laughs> one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking out the door. You can do it. I know you can. You've got millions of friends that you never knew you had, and they're waiting for you to feed them. Go feed them right now. <laughs>